Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. That was a new one from you. I don't know what was this. I felt like it's like a Seinfeld episode or something. Yeah, I kind of feel like we're doing our morning calisthenics or something. You know, <laughs> like one, two, one, two, because you're feeling the beat. We're loving it. It's like oh, the wake up I call. We're liking it. We're liking it. Uh, dynamic. Very that well. popped out for me today. Not like I've heard that intro for how long. I know, dynamic. right? I'm like, I'm you dynamic. You just got to like, ah, oh, stretch. You know, you're doing... <laughs> Do lunges in the morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Mm. Hi, everybody. Benny, you are hilarious, buddy. You are my superstar. I'm here only because, you know, I want to wish to come clear onto the show. Nice, nice play on words. See what I did there? Nice. (laughs) Wow. I like it. Well, audience, let me ask you this. Perfect girl. And I'm going to ask you guys hey, perfect girl, perfect guy a savior, a brave face, superhuman strength, compliance, explanation, your time, your energy, interaction. You don't owe anyone, period. Are you a recovering perfectionist? Well, we're going to have that conversation in just a minute. I'm going to bring on Caroline. Her latest baby, the book, You Don't Owe Anyone. And we're going to get to that and the formal introduction in just a minute. I want to remind all of you and say good morning to Benny. And hi, Benny. Hi, good morning. Good morning. We're all stretched out. And our calisthenics. And good morning to Terrestrial Radio. Good morning to the YouTube world. Good morning and good evening, because we are an international presence. We've got Mexico, we got Switzerland, we've got people from all over the world tuning in, and thank you so much uh, for tuning in, asking your questions, and requesting uh, guests and sharing your guest ideas with me. So thank you very much. You know that you are here because, well, because you love me and Benny and the people that I bring on, of course. (laughs) So there's Terrestrial Radio and then there's YouTube World. Hello to the YouTube World. And if you were driving and you would like to find us on YouTube, please pull over and do that. And you can just type in 1150, KKNW or just 1150 in the YouTube bar and see us chatting and talking. And if you miss the live show, you can see that later, either on KKNW or my YouTube channel, which is Sue Lundquist. Please go to all the social media. You can do that by the links in suelunquist.com. You can give us a five-star rating. Yes, please, on all the podcasts after the live radio. We would love your support and appreciate that. You guys have emailed me or even my past guests. So like, well, Sue, how do we support you? Please go on SoundCloud, iTunes, give a five, four-star. Is it five-star, Benny? Five-star is the highest one. I mean, we could put 10 if you want, but. There is a limit. Yeah, there is a limit. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, right. (laughs) Open, open, open. All right. I just, I just squirreled a bit. 
All right, so you can go to the YouTube world, which we're live right now. And then, of course, after all of the live radio, terrestrial live radio, we go to the podcast world. And you can find all that information on sulanquist.com. Remind all of you, this is new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas. It's a new you. It's just you 2.0. That's why I bring all these incredible authors, entrepreneurs, men, women of all gamuts that are walking the talk and they're within their own transformation, right? They're crossing their bridge. They're putting their hat on. They're putting their big girl panties or big boy panties on or the boot. <laughs> I mean, whatever, Jenny. whatever floats your boat. I mean, you know, I, whatever you're comfortable with, that's fine. I yeah. mean, you know, I was doing I mean, lunges earlier. Well, you know, gotta be free. And if you want to lunges, calisthenics, totally, all of that. Totally. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Remind all of you as well, it's my birthday month. Oh, Betty, my birthday's next Monday. So I well, still have a thing with this. I mean, some people do the whole birthday like week, but now we're stretching out to a month. I feel like this, there's just a lot there. There's a lot. Oh, a lot. It's I'm gifting for everybody else okay. though. All right, we'll give so that. That's, that's super juicy. Uh, so with that being said, remind all of you that I'm doing my three readings and it's the share the love package because it is my birthday month and you buy two and you get to have the third one for free and you get to share that with whoever you love and want to share it with. So I think that's pretty juicy and yummy. Again, the C2C course, you guys, and or my online coaching, my one-to-one -one coaching, you can find that at sulanquist.com and just honestly, Pick a button you want to hit and go and see what all the information is about. Many of you have asked about the next live C2C. My team and I are working on that and we're going to get that all squared away. We've got some other exciting things happening behind the scenes. And um, I have actually not and purposefully not told all of my backstory for, for a number of reasons. One, it I was honestly waiting until my daughters, my three daughters got older, so they would have a, um, a comprehension of what stuff mom went through from teenage years to um, later in the 20s and 30s. And I'm telling you this because I'm going to be interviewed actually later today by Honey Heart Company. And Allison is going to interview me. It's probably going to be about an hour. And we're going to talk about my backstory, my second book that's coming out. And we're going to talk about trauma and grief and turning that pain into power and purpose. And um, I'm excited and nervous all at the same time because I'm going to be interviewed, which I've been interviewed, but this is the first time I'm actually going to tell my like the in-depth backstory. So you guys will get all of that uh, soon. So get online to suelinquist.com forward slash newsletter if you would like to see that interview. Um, we will finish that and get that to you guys later today. All right, without further ado, I teased you. You don't owe anyone. We are gonna have a serious conversation about expectations. You don't owe anyone. Free yourself from the weight of expectations. Caroline Garnet McGraw. Hello, my love. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Sue. I'm glad to be here. I am so happy to have you here. And first, let's take a really quick gratitude moment for Kelly and a big shout out to her messy brilliance and introducing us. So thank you, Kelly. 
Yes, thank you. Kelly McNellis, Women for One, she brought us together. Yay! And her messy brilliance. I love this. I love this. So Caroline, I'm going to do the quick bio, but then I want, let's get the audience to know you and feel your energy. So Caroline is an author, speaker, and coach, and I love this, for recovering perfectionists. I love this. She is an author of the new book, You Don't Owe Anyone, and the creator of A Wish Come Clear. Thank you for that tag, Benny. A popular blog devoted to trading perfectionism for possibility. Love that! As well as several online interview series. She's a two-time TED Talk, TEDx speaker, and her essays have been featured in The Huffington Post, Mom Mastery, I love this, and Women for One. And Caroline lives in Florence, Alabama with her family. Welcome, lovely. Thank you. Thank you so Yay. much. Oh, show your book to the YouTube world. All right. Hey, everyone. We baby. just got it Yay. this weekend. Here it is. Thank you, Benny. I like that. <laughs> All right. Miss Caroline, okay, you. I can do the formal bio. Let's dive in. Perfectionism recovering yeah yeah <laughs> it's real it's really real yeah. yes in the introduction of the book i talk about it as sort of the flip side of what we traditionally look at as addiction so if you look at someone who's addicted to substances or behaviors and you think okay they they need to be in recovery for this but so many of us are walking around addicted to perfectionism, people pleasing, showing up a certain way. It's just as much of an addiction. It's just more socially acceptable. Yes. And the conversation around not even noticing that. Well, how mm. did you, right? Because mm -hmm. you just don't, you're, you're so wrapped up in that personality or that personal reality, that moment and where you're at, how you're showing up. Can you talk a little bit about your backstory and how you created your book and your baby? Why, why, why is that an important message for you to get out to the world? Absolutely. Well, I created it because I needed to learn it and I needed to go in depth with it. The story that opens the book, the introduction is really about a moment when I was in conflict. I had received a series of Facebook messages from an old acquaintance and I didn't know how to respond to them. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. You know, you're yes. online, you get this random message from someone from your past and you just think, what is the right thing to do in this situation? For me, this was somewhat complicated by the last time I'd seen this person, they had made a pass at me, they were in a relationship. It was sort of awkward. And I get these messages and they just say, I miss you. I miss you. I really miss you. Totally out of the blue after years of no contact. And my initial reaction was, okay, this is kind of weird. I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go near this. But then there's this other part of me that kicked in the nice girl socialized part. What if he's in trouble? What if he needs help? is it really kind of you not to respond to these messages? Is that mean in some way? And I was really fighting with myself over this. Do I trust my gut reaction, which is no thank you? Or do I go with the polite, the right air quotes thing to do? Yeah, yeah. So I asked my husband what he thought. 
which was a little bit of a cop out because you can sort of imagine what his reaction might have been. <laughs> but instead of yeah. saying something like, no, you're crazy. Of course, you don't need to respond to that. He went a layer deeper and he identified the belief that was running in my system. And he said, you don't owe anyone an interaction. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, I went, I love that man. <laughs> Hold on to that one. I said, say that again. He repeated it. And then I said, okay, may I quote you on that? I need to write about that. No one has ever said anything like that to me in my whole life. You don't owe anyone an interaction. Whoa. And that's how it all started. Wow. Beautiful. Keep chatting. I'm going to have a coughing attack. Hang on a minute. (laughs) No worries. Okay. Sorry about that. That's what happens sometimes on live radio. Mm-hmm. I love that. God, he went deeper. You don't owe anybody an explanation. What did that, what, what did the weight of air quotes feeling like you did owe people? Let's have that contrast, that conversation between mm. what does that, what does that feel like? And then how do I recognize it? How do I change it if I choose to, right? In what moments can I change it? What's appropriate for me? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. Really, the book is sort of divided into two, that the first half is me carrying that very heavy weight and looking at what does that feel like? How does that push you down in your life? And then the second half is me starting to let that weight go. Mm. So there are a ton of personal stories. I can share one that's just from my recent experience. It's not in the book. So it's a little... Share wave. Yes. So I have a 20 month old toddler. She's a total sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you. And what I'm, what I've been recognizing is there's a disparity in the way she looks at her dad and the way she looks at me. So if her dad lays down on the couch, she doesn't really have a reaction to that. If mommy lays down on the couch, she thinks something is wrong and she goes over to me and is like concerned and like trying to get me to get up. And when she started doing this, I recognized, this is something I write about in the book, that we're so taught and conditioned that our worth is about you keep going, you keep serving, you keep taking care of other people. She thinks there's something wrong with me if I'm resting. Wow. Yeah. So something I've been doing to let go of the weight of those old expectations of you should always be active. You should always be doing dishes or doing something else with your kid. Oh yeah. It's like, I'm practicing letting her see me rest. Nice. For just a couple minutes at a time, you know, I don't want to freak her out, but we're just practicing that. Right. So that's one example of letting go of that old expectation. You should just be going, going, going. And just practicing, okay, for two minutes, we're going to practice mommy lays down on the couch and does nothing. Interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I love that example, by the way. Thank you so much. It's going to be interesting. to And the difference between if it is male and female, whatever that looks like in your, in your respective lives, I'm that, you know, I'm just generalizing and some we're on radio. So I have to give some kind of visual, right? Sure. And I love that letting go of the going, going, going. I know that my body and I, cause I've raised three daughters. Mm. They're now grown, but that going, 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 I can massively relate. And the shame behind, oh, well, you've got to be in that perfect mom syndrome kind of thing. Yes. Oh. I never saw my mom 
lie down. No, I just never or saw it sick, or get sick. No, moms don't get sick. Mm-mm. Exactly. Nope. They don't cry. They don't, they don't have emotions, which you absolutely need to do that in front of your children. Mm-hmm. You need to mm-hmm. show that it's safe and it's okay to have those emotions. So audience, we're talking to Caroline. You don't owe anyone. Let's talk about these syndromes. The perfect girl, spirit, spiritual allegiance. What does that mean to you? Unpack that for me. Sure. So each of the chapter titles begins with something that you don't owe anyone. So chapter two is you don't owe anyone your spiritual allegiance. Gotcha. For me, that really began when I was six years old and my younger brother, Willie, had just been diagnosed with autism. And in the wake of that ramp, that big news, um, my mother started attending church and I talk all about it in the book in greater detail, but that chapter is about me grappling with, as an adult, do I stay committed to the God I learned about in childhood, who was very, very strict, very harsh, very judgmental, you're either saved or you're not, you're okay or you're not, if you follow the rules, you might be okay, if you don't follow the rules, it's definitely not going to happen for you. And do I stay committed to that idea or do I pledge allegiance to something different of my own choosing? I love that. You just gave, I just felt this whoosh in the energy. Just, it's a permission too, because I have, I've had this conversation for years and for me, and I have the same conversation with myself. Mm. I wasn't re I wasn't raised in a staunch dogma. I wasn't raised like that. It was pretty universal love. Um, I'm also very tapped into the 5D realm. And I've also been reunited with my biological older brother, who's a Pentecostal priest. So there's a huge discrepancy there. And he's like, I love you, but yeah, maybe not. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's fine. You go, you know, and I love that. And it's audience, what I'm talking to and, and referring to with Caroline's book and the process that she's talking about, it is, you don't owe anybody anything the allegiance to spirituality, whatever that spirituality is, the perfect girl, the perfect guy, the perfect body, the the perfect conversation. I love this. Can you walk us through the chapters of your book? Because I know you just got it and I'm I'm so excited to get it. So I've got the cover. (laughs) Yes. yes. And I want you to show the audience. I know we're on YouTube and show the audience and walk us through the different chapters and give us a little nugget. Sure. For each one. Sure. Yeah. What intuit it. Let's go. Oh, I love it. So this is the book. We just got it this weekend. I burst into tears holding it because, you know, years and years of work and effort and all of that. But I am grateful to my editor for suggesting the structure. I didn't see it, but she, she said, you know, what if we frame it as each chapter is something you don't owe. So I just thought that's brilliant. It's simple. It's clean. It does go in chronological order in terms of, I start off as a young child. So the first chapter is you don't owe anyone the good child Mm -hmm. and looking at, okay, how did I take that role on? How did I make that my safe place? For me, it was my brother is different and I need to be good. 
Uh, his role is to be the one who is different. And my role is to be the one that is good, the good older sister, the good helper, the one who does not need very much because he needs more. And that was just the reality of it. Right. And I loved him and I wanted to give that. That was, that was something I desired to offer. But then how does that, how does that become problematic if you carry that with you throughout your whole life? Your spiritual allegiance is the second one. We talked a little bit about that. Yep. <clears throat> you don't know anyone a savior is the third one. And that's oh. where I, where I talk about really hooking into that. For me, it was sort of a fundamentalist belief that you, if you have the truth or if you are in the right religion, again, all of these are air quotes, then it's your job to make sure everyone else is saved and okay. And, and the weight of that responsibility of like you're in some way you're responsible for other people's spiritual well-being, and that is incredibly crazy making. And <laughs> very, very any of that, right? We go yeah. back to the expectations. Those are all conscious, unconscious, written, unwritten expectations that somewhere, somehow, you've put in the backpack, right? Mm -hmm. And you've been carrying it, and that weight just is like heavy and heavy and heavy. Super I know heavy. that for some, some people, me personally, I was alluding to this earlier, mine turned into adrenal failure mm. so mm. much so because the expectation of, you know, the go, go, go having to do this and being a mom of three kids and a house, you know, it's all of that. Right. Absolutely. And the stress and the weight of mommy shame and guilt. So I, I, what i why I'm reframing that and bringing it back. I just want to make sure that the audience knows how valuable this book is. You don't owe anyone anything. And to go through the chapters, listen, read, listen, digest, get permission from, because I think this, this book is the, oh my God, ah, you're right. I am showing up that way. And you just gave me an example of being that perfectionist in the mom realm, the dad realm, whatever that looks like in the business realm. And I don't have to, I don't owe mm. anyone. Yeah, exactly. Like just embracing that possibility of wait, you mean I don't have to really, <laughs> you really don't. My, I love this because what I, I can feel it in my stomach. I'm just like, Oh yes. And the word that I've been using the last couple of years for me is liberation, liberated, liberating. Yes. And look at, look at what your book is doing and will continue to do for many, many years, but even many years, generations, because you, you read the book, you learn the new tools. And like you just explained with your daughter, what you're doing is you're, you're using the example of just laying down. It's okay. I'm just going to let's do this. Let's play and lay down for a little bit. That's going to change your generations. You know that, right? This book mm. and the tips and tools are going to change generations of families. So way to go, sis. With Thank that, you. you know what, Benny, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the brave face, the superhuman strength, the compliance, the explanation. You don't owe anybody an explanation. Oh my God. We've got good conversations. All right. If we're live on YouTube, we're going to noodle a little bit more. We're going to show the book. And when we come back, we're going to talk about all that good juicy stuff. Free yourself from expectations. Sue Lundquist here with Gratitude Cafe. We will be right back. 
Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. All right, folks, seriously, I've got the doorway. I'm working with amazing, high-functioning clients that are doing the work and busting through old habits to now transform their lives. This means breaking their old programming, their old stories, to feeling a purpose and such a relief that now that they have the answers. Does that sound good to you? Yes, I knew it. Give me a call, 206-300-2227. Disability is not inability. A person's ability may be different, but still an ability. No matter one's race or age, no matter one's physical or mental condition, we all have limitless possibilities. For more than 100 years, Easter Seals has helped the one in four people with disabilities in America live, work, learn, and play. I'm Angela Williams, CEO of Easter Seals. Visit EasterSeals.com to help. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit GiveToGive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Ah, oh, welcome back, you guys. Thank you, Mr. Benny, my superstar. You don't owe anyone. We have Caroline Garnett McGraw, and quite honestly, she's giving us, and we talked about this at the commercial break, a permission slip with this book. She is giving all of us, and not just right now, but importantly right now, the permission slip that you don't owe anybody anything. You don't owe them that perfect girl, that spiritual alliance, that savior, that brave face, the expectations and the baggage that we carry on from all of those expectations. Like I explained, I, I know myself and many others for adrenal failure or other things that were going on because we carry the weight of said world on our backs. My question to the audience and the reason that Caroline and I are giving you the contrast is because I want you to kind of have that squeaky wheel. I want you to listen to this interview and go, hmm, well, shiitake, you know what? I think that's me. All right. If it's me, what do I do? How do I change? How do I evolve? How do I, how do I lay down for two minutes with my daughter and have it be okay? You know, giving yourself the permission and also giving the tools. Before we left on the break, we were talking about the different chapters in, um, in Caroline's book. 
And did we stop at brave face or superhuman? I'm going to let you roll. Go ahead. Sure. We did. We stopped at brave face, which is about when I was a teenager, my younger brother went through some really serious behavioral issues. He started getting violent and self-injurious and it was a very difficult situation. And so that chapter is about trying to pretend that things are okay and that you're okay when you are breaking down <laughs> and how yes. that is. Yes. Yeah. Look at the stress that you're carrying. What does that feel like in your body? What did that feel like? Can you, can you bring that up? Can you talk about that? So the audience will kind of understand. Absolutely. I started having panic attacks. I would hide in my closet and hyperventilate. And it was my body trying to release some of that stress of trying to keep it all together. In the next chapter in Superhuman Strength, I talk about getting shingles by the time I was 22, which very painful, very uncomfortable, but it's all connected to what you're saying that the body has a tendency to rebel in situations that are stifling to your spirit. <laughs> so if you are not living in alignment and you are not being honest about what is real for you, your body will tend to show that in some way. Like it's you know. trying to get your attention basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. So did you guys hear that audience? You hear me talk about this, but I want you to hear what Caroline's saying. Your body will give you those hints. Sometimes mm -hmm. it'll be little tiny hints and then all of a sudden you're going to be hit with shingles. You're going to be hit with some kind, because your body is imbalanced. It's imbalanced, whether it's whatever stressors there are in life. And there's lots, mom, parenthood, somebody, you know, external, internal, all kinds of that. So you've got to really pay attention and listen to your body and not think, oh, it's just a, I don't know, a bump or something. Take a peek, look at it. If you've got something going on in your body, look and see if there is like lower back. I know because Louise Hay and I've, I've followed her work as well with the energy that's trapped in the body, like lower back pain. For example, if you suffer from massive lower back pain, how is, how is your family environment doing? How are you with your core family environment? Look at that and see if there's some rehabilitation and you don't owe anybody anything, right? Please go ahead. Okay. So superhuman strength and then your compliance. We're talking about the book. I love this. You don't owe anyone. Go. Yes. Yes. And it's so interesting because for me, at least the physical symptoms showed up more the more aware I was becoming, like the more I was aware, oh, there's a different way and there's a different option. The conflict increased because I knew there was something different possible, but I was still going down the old road. So just, I just want to put that out there as if you're struggling with some significant physical stuff, that doesn't have to be seen as like, oh, I'm failing. It can mean I'm about to have a breakthrough. I'm about to wake up to something that's going on here, at least that was my experience. No, that's really important for people to hear. And I, and thank you for saying that because I, when people come to me and they're like, I've lost everything. I'm Jen. Mm. I'm like, what? I'm going <laughs> to hug you. Come here. And now we get a clean slate. Let's go. It's totally beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Please continue Caroline. Sure. You don't know anyone. Your compliance is taking me through my first real job as a caregiver for adults with special needs. I moved into some nonprofit management. It was all about me trying to fit in roles that I thought I should 
And I mm. thought, this is so good for the people I love. This is so helpful to everyone else. But something in me is saying, this isn't it for you. So it's learning that lesson of, okay, just because something is beneficial to others, to a collective, it doesn't mean it's your highest calling. And I having to really grapple with that of like, but I'm doing good. So how can I leave? How can I leave if this is helpful? And having to trade out, Gay Hendricks talks about, you know, your zone of excellence for your zone of genius. Yeah. And that can be a really tough shift because you're like, everyone's so happy when I'm over here in my zone of excellence. <laughs> Who am I to go off and be a writer when people need me? That was yeah. the conflict that I'm working through in that chapter. Oh, I love that. And Gay, I love Gay too. I love his books and his teaching. Um, an explanation. You don't owe anyone an explanation. Oh my God, this is a poker for me, you know, yeah. or has been. I'm still, you know, working through it. It's a work in progress, right? With all of these, please. Oh, amen. Yes, <laughs> it is It is 100% a work in progress for me too. Oh. And the quote that opens that chapter is from Glennon Doyle. Oh. Most revolutionary thing a woman can do is not explain herself. Yay! Bring it. Yeah. So this one is really about when I fell in love with the man who's now my husband, my partner, and I was so struggling with how do I explain this to everyone else in my life? Because it doesn't seem to fit the narrative that I think it should fit. Oh. He was a coworker of mine. I was technically his supervisor. I had promised myself I would never date a coworker because it had gone badly before. Like it just, <laughs> it just did not fit my idea of what was supposed right, to be right, right, right. coming next. And so that chapter is really about, okay, if I don't have to explain this to anyone else, what if I were to just trust myself and trust that this, this feels loving and right and good, choose love and trust. trust. Exactly. Yes. 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 Wow. I love this audience. So a big takeaways, please hear this. I invite you. I lovingly nudge you. <laughs> Get the book, you guys, get the book and listen to what Caroline is saying about you don't owe anyone anything and the stories and the revelation of how she transformed. It's in the, uh, the analogy, it's like putting on the glasses. You put on the glasses and oh my, I didn't realize how bad I couldn't see the awareness glasses, right? And then you you're, the site just expands and expands and expands because there's different iterations of that awareness. You know, you've had that awareness, um, the perfect girl syndrome, or, you know, I, there was an, another one I call the Eeyore syndrome when I'm talking about coaching. We'll never make it. We all heard somebody or had somebody in our life like that. Um, but where I was going with this with Caroline and you don't owe anyone and her latest book this is your, again, your permission. And she's helping you to put on those glasses to help you see more clearly where you might not be. And then looking at that contrast, giving you stories and examples, and then helping you walk through that, through your, through that expectation. And I, I'm just brilliant, 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 brilliant. Permission pass. Yay. Next Thank chapter, you. please. <laughs> yes. Yes. I actually mixed up too a little bit in my mind. So compliance also involved saying no to the example that I gave was 
a friend who very much wanted me to go out and keep our dinner plans when I was sick with the stomach flu. Oh. And what actually happened and what I share in the book is that I couldn't, I didn't hold my boundary. I didn't, oh. I tried to say no, but then she basically said, you need to go, you need to comply. And I was like, well, she said so, so I guess I need to do it. Wow. And so I went out with this, with this flu and it was this whole dramatic story that you'll hear in the book. But that was really a moment of recognizing like, okay, you have an issue with believing you owe people your compliance. If you're going around, you know, going out when you're physically ill, when you're physically not okay. And obviously this is way before COVID, but I think, I think back and I think, wow, that was, I was trying so hard to comply with what she wanted. I put myself in danger and I put other people in danger too by making that choice. Wow. Brilliant. I love that conversation. And I can, before we go on to the next chapter, let's sure. noodle and have that conversation between expectation and boundaries, because mm. one of the biggest things that my clients and in my, my C2C course that I teach and talk about is because I'm a recovering people pleaser and mm -hmm. the natural nurturer and the lover and all of that. And oh my gosh, if I ever hurt anybody's feelings or, or, you know, I, oh, you know, disappointed yes. anybody, oh my God, heaven forbid, I still, it was important to me. So audience, we're going to have the conversation between um, expectations and then the boundaries, because it boundaries is a huge conversation for me. It was, how do I one, take care of myself? Well, first you have the awareness and you recognize that there is an issue, take care of myself, love myself and still nurture and love on the person that's standing in front of me. Granted, this is a person that is in the bubble of love and nurturing and right. Because there's mm -hmm. different types of people too, that you have those conversations with. And then to be that example, how do I language my boundary in a loving, nurturing way? And that was a huge transformation for me because I was able to go, oh, I can still love them. I can still love me and communicate it effectively. It was a, it's still a huge topic in my coaching practice. Mm -hmm. So I would love to have that conversation between expectations and boundaries because it's juicy stuff. <laughs> it is, it is. And coaching as this, uh, as the type you do is so important because so many of us don't have examples of what does it actually look like? You know, I know I want to say no. I know it's not a good idea to go out with the stomach flu, but at the time I didn't have the confidence, the tools, the language to be able to hold that boundary. Yes. My friend had an expectation. Caroline should come out with us because <clears throat> she said she would. And because we've been waiting for this and, you know, she had her expectations and she has every right to have those. I needed to hold my boundary of, I hear you. I hear that you're disappointed. I do apologize. And I am sick. I cannot come. I am not available. That's a line I use in the book. Um, you know, now I'm forgetting where it comes from. Oh, That's Mar okay. Margaret Paul, just oh. using, using the phrase, I'm not available. I'm not available and just repeat as needed. Be very gentle, but just, I'm not available for that. I hear you, I hear your disappointment. You can have all your big feelings is something I say to our daughter all the time. You know, I'm not gonna try and take your disappointment away from you, you can have it and I'm still not available. Yeah, 
Love that. Absolutely. And I have learned with that type of conversation too, starting off the conversation, again, if this is in the bubble, like if you're having a conversation with a wife, a husband, somebody that is Mm -hmm. truly authentic and genuine in this relationship. And there's a difference because there's a difference conversation. And starting off by saying, I love us enough. I love you enough. Mm. And starting the conversation with that. And they'll be like, because your nervous system just kind of goes, oh, you do, you know, because I want to have this conversation with you. I love you so much. You are so important to me. We are so important to me. That's why I'm bringing up this conversation and Mm. I'm not available. I'll still support you and rah, 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 but I'm just, I don't have the bandwidth. I can't do it right now. You know, anyways, be gentle. I love this coming back, swinging back around between the book, right? So you don't owe anyone Caroline's latest baby. Um, the expectations, free yourself from the weight of expectations. I want to remind all of you, you can get the book at all the outlets, the Amazons and the Barnes and Nobles and all of that. And you can get the book on a wishcomeclear.com. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and audience, did you hear this? There's lots and lots and lots of crazy bonuses. So go to a wish come clear.com and you will get a whole slew of bonuses and benefits with just ordering you don't owe anyone okay so we went through perfect girl spiritual alliance savior brave face superhuman strength your compliance and explanation we yeah we could have a whole hour with that Mm. your time and energy yeah that chapter is about the decision that i made along with jonathan my husband to move away from Washington, D.C. and start a different life in, we live in Alabama now in the small town where we live. And that was a decision to reclaim our time and energy. We were both very, very burned out working for this nonprofit that we loved and we still support, but we were just, we'd been there for five years. We were just super burned out at that point. And it was about the decision of if our time and energy actually belong to us, and we don't owe them to anyone else, what would we like to do with them? What would our choice be? If we had any choice, how would we like to spend these precious resources of our time and energy? And what we came to was he really wanted to renovate this historic home where we live now. I really wanted to spend more time writing to start working on the book that would become, you don't know anyone. Um, And so we made the decision to move away from our friends, family, community, which is a hard decision, but we also knew, you know what, the way we're doing things right now is not working. We need a fresh start. We need to reclaim our time and energy. So that chapter is about not only our move, but also when you get to that point in your life, how can you start to reclaim those resources. I love that conversation. Huge. Because one, congratulations on taking that massive leap of faith. Thank you. It's huge, huge. And I say that from um, personal experience, because I've just recently done that myself. So I I say Mm. that with massive compassion and understanding Mm -hmm. for where you've come and where you're going. Audience, you don't owe anyone the perfect girl, the savior, the brave face, superhuman strength, your compliance, the explanation, the expectations, all of that, right? Your time and energy. So did you hear Caroline when she was talking about 
getting clear and audience you've heard me talk about this as well get very clear on what your desires and wants are mm -hmm. i mean why not it's your life right take a look you don't have you don't owe anyone anything right you don't so how about you take a look and go oh oh i guess i can move to alabama mm -hmm. i can write a book my husband can renovate a beautiful home and we're genuinely and authentically happy mm -hmm. joyful ah and you've reclaimed your time and your energy and how beautiful an example of that for your children and everybody else in your life p.s moving forward okay you don't owe anyone an interaction and you don't owe anyone period right so these last two chapters are grappling with what for many is the most challenging part of the you don't owe anyone which is how does that relate to our family relationships how does that relate to our parents to the people who are closest to us the people that we're most likely to believe that we do owe something to oh yeah so this is kind of the advanced level stuff at the end <laughs> save the best for last Yay! so oh the, the family interaction and the family expectations oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As the radio hears me doing <laughs> sorry guys you don't owe anyone did you want to have that conversation around that and interaction and period we've got sure. a few more minutes on this so you intuit where you would like to go sure so in you don't owe anyone an interaction i talk about a conversation that i had with my mom that was very difficult for both of us at the time we were talking about whether or not I believed that homosexuality was sinful or not. And I was very much brought up to believe that it was, that this was a deviation from God's plan and blah, blah, yeah. blah, all of that. And I had come to believe differently as an adult and having been in more relationships with people in the LGBTQ community, I just saw it very differently. But I'd always avoided that topic with my parents because I knew it would not be easy. <laughs> I knew it would be really difficult to, <clears throat> yep. to have that conversation. My mom was very brave in the sense that she basically refused to let me off the hook. She was like, I really want to know what you think. I really want to know. And in that moment, I realized I had a decision. I could decline to participate. I could just say, this is off limits and I don't want to talk about this with you. I could have said that. But from the space of not owing her that interaction, I was able to feel into, is this a conversation that I'm willing to have out of love for her, out of love for myself mm. and love for the people that I've come to know who are in the LGBTQ community? And am I willing to go there and get uncomfortable? And I decided that I was. So the chapter is about our conversation and it's also about the decision of, wow, when you don't owe anyone, the fear that I hear from people is like, well, if I don't owe anyone, then it's just going to be chaos. And it's just going to be like selfish and it's all, all about you. And what I've actually experienced is when you take away that pressure that you have to be somebody false, what arises is this freedom to give from your heart mm. and to give what is true for you. So that's what the last couple chapters are about. It's about, okay, 
if I'm actually free and I won't spoil the ending because there's a fun no, twist no, at the no, end. No, 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 no. They got to get the book. A wishcomeclear.com, you guys. Yes. Yes. But it's all about, okay, if I'm actually free, can I enjoy that? Can I trust myself enough to enjoy that? I thank you very much, Karen. I love this. The, I'm, I'm going to share with you because the example that you just said is something also that I teach. The language I use is have the CCs in life, compassionate curiosity for mm. yourself mm-hmm. and others. So when you're in that situation, air quotes, mm-hmm. and or you're doing it in here, the drunk monkey, right? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I call it the drunk monkey because it I makes like you giggle and you're like, oh God, here we go. I'm like, all right, let's get curious. Kind of takes that little swing, you know, takes that sting out of it a little bit. And then let's get curious and let's come from that space of, of love and from your heart. And when you do that, like you explain in the book, you do that and you come from a space of heart and it's genuine and authentic to you. It's not going to have that weight of fear, the weight of expectation, the weight of any of these, the weight of the perfect girl, the weight of the spiritual alliance, the weight of the savior, the weight of the brave face, any of those weights um, and the fear of disappointing some. I love that conversation about um, the, the difference or the contrast with explan- or, um, expectations and boundaries too, because that's, a, mm. I think that we could sit for an hour plus mm-hmm. and talk about examples and stories Audience, I want to remind all of you, you don't owe anyone. You have just been given a big old fat permission slip by Caroline, a wishcomeclear.com. Again, a wishcomeclear.com is where you want to go to get the book because there's lots of little juicy extras that are coming um, to you as well. So a wishcomeclear.com. You don't owe anyone free yourself the weight of expectations. We've got just a couple more minutes. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Caroline? Sure. You know, when you just read the the tagline, it reminded me of the process of deciding on the title and the tagline. The title was kind of obvious because we knew, okay, that's that's the big punch. That's the big aha. That's got to be the title. But interestingly, my publisher had actually proposed a different subtitle they had initially said, free yourself from others' expectations was the first one that they ran by me. And I sat with it and I really thought about it. And I said, it's almost there, but I cannot sign off on that. Yeah. And the reason is because, yes, of course I struggle with others' expectations. However, I think most of my problem comes from inside me and my expectations or my beliefs about others' expectations. Yes. So I basically said, I'm not willing to put something out there that puts the blame all outside or puts the responsibility outside of me. Yeah. So we went back and forth and we all really loved the weight of expectations because it's, it is external. People do have expectations of us. But a lot of it is our internal scripts and tapes and beliefs and the stuff that we're running. And for me, the good news about this book is that you can't control what other people's expectations of you are, but you have a lot of power and ability to change what's going on inside you. So at the end of each chapter, there's a, it's a coaching exercise, but we call it the no-o invitation. Ah! So each chapter gives you a really practical tool of, okay, how do I put this into practice? Because Mm. 
I know I always want that when I read books like this. I'm like, I want to know how to actually live this stuff. So, oh, your girl, you are speaking my language. That that has been my transformation. Like, okay, well, I learned that, but how it's the real life practical tools that I could apply now, right now, right? Yeah, I don't want to go sit on a mountain and meditate or do anything. I just I need it right now. I'm 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 losing my shiitake. <laughs> <laughs> I have to come up with all these different words because I'm on live radio. Yes, I love it. I love this. You guys, did you get that? Liberated, liberation, liberating. You have a permission slip in. You don't owe anyone. You don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't owe anyone a superhuman strength. You don't owe anyone an interaction. You just don't. And to be able to, again, my anchor words, authentically and genuinely, oh, ask yourself, have that awareness and genuinely and authentically ask yourself, am I doing that? Am I, am I feeling as though I owe somebody something? Ask yourself, get really clear. You were talking about that in a couple chapters ago when we were talking about what was in your book. And you took that step of getting really clear, you and your husband, when you did the move, getting mm -hmm. really clear on what really felt genuine and authentic for the two of you. So audience, I'm asking that you guys do the same and get your guidebook, get your permission slip in. You don't owe anyone. And you can do that by a wishcomeclear.com and also get a bunch of extra freebies. Caroline, it's been, we've got a minute. So is there anything that you would like to just like, add into? I just want to say thank you for having me. It has been so much fun. And just the freedom in this conversation has been expansive for me too. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the big old permission slip. Thank you so much for jumping in the rink. Thank you so much for walking across that bridge and showing up a beautiful example. And keep shining, girl. I love this conversation. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. All right, audience, we will see you next week. Again, new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas. It's a new you. Go to a wishcomeclear.com and get her book and all the extra goodies. Until next week, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and will be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulundquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.